we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. I love that speech. No, that whole series. <laughs> I, that whole that that reality show. You shut better up, lay just low. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Just shut up! Shut up! <laughs> when she's saying all the names of those people, oh my god! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> drugs are bad they're bad they're really bad drugs are really bad but you know what is good this podcast welcome back to another episode of the face off you're so lucky to be here with us today that was a good segue yeah i'm the segue queen have you ever written a segue no neither have i don't have the balance i don't have the core no, strength mm. listen my back listen falling at 38 years old is not the same as falling at 28 that's true Remember, i fell last thanksgiving real bad oh that's right because you were but you still had your liquor in your hand though, that's right? true i saved yeah. the wine after i saw paul blart mail mall cop yeah i was like i will not be writing one of those things no, no, it no, just no, seems no. like my center of gravity isn't where it needs to be no the older i get the more my balance is off and then also um i fell down when i first bought my house like the second month i was in this house i fell down my stairs like tumbled or slipped like slid down <gasps> multiple steps i don't i feel like prom the same way <laughs> i feel at prom i was because this is the era of stockings when people wore stockings you know people don't wear okay. stockings anymore was this like 76 uh, no this was 2002 thank you very much no one was wearing stockings i was wearing stockings because yeah. i was in second grade I mean, my mom made me wear them. I don't know. I was wearing stockings. But anyway, I was, these stockings were very slippery. The shoes at the bottom were very slippery. They're like ballerina kind of <laughs> shoes. And I'm going down the stairs because I thought I had lost my license to get in the prom. And so I'm going downstairs and I just slip. And the teacher was like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I put a big hole in my stocking. So my prom picture, oh, you can see no. I have like a little run in my stocking from the toe. Because <laughs> it just like popped through the stockings, but whatever. I fell down a flight of stairs when I was in college. Really? Like bad. I was I out. It. it was Valentine's Day. And I worked at this apartment complex. And some of the guys that I worked with were going out. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go out with y'all stupid <laughs> and i to this day i don't know what happened like i had one mixed drink and one shot and i have this very vivid memory of like looking at my feet as i'm walking out of the bar blacked out nothing else and this wasn't when you got hit by the car was it no so, it was a different okay. night. so i woke up the next morning like fully dressed in my bed shoes still on which i never do i, I always like autopilot makeup off clothes off like i'll do everything yeah. i called megan shout out to megan hey baby. hey megan and i was like 
I don't have an ID. I don't have a wallet. You have to take me back down to the bar because yeah. I got to figure it out. She's like, okay. And so she goes, you, I was driving. She's like, I'll jump out and I'll go to the last bar you mm-hmm. were at and I'll go ask if they have any of your stuff. And I said, okay. And she gets back in the car and I said, hey, do they have it? And she was like, bitch. I said, what? She goes, I um, went to the bouncer. Because you know how the bars, they open later in the yeah. afternoon. So was, they were still cleaning up and stuff because it was yeah. in the morning. And she was like, hey, I had a friend here who was last night. Um, and I think she might have fallen down the stairs. I think at that point, the guys had told me like, hey, you fell. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I think she might have fallen and dropped some of her stuff. And he goes, ooh, light-skinned black girl. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. He goes, how is she? That fall must have been hard. T- bitch tumbled down. Wow. There was a landing. It's stairs, landing stairs from the top to the bottom. Did tumble. you have any bruises the next I, day? I, went, I know. I went and got a cat scan. Everything was good. We are Gucci. <laughs> I, felt, I was like, God damn. See, this is why I don't like to drink. And this is why I will always be the designated driver. Yeah. I need to be in control of my faculties. Yeah. No, I, I don't know what happened, but. That's crazy. I was like, how embarrassing, dude. Yeah. I At family's homecoming, because it is homecoming this week, but or this past week that just happened. Um, happy homecoming. Woo-hoo! Related for homecoming for family. We won the game. Thank God. Anyway, uh, one of my friends, I won't say her name because she listens to this podcast. But anyway, we were, um, we went What's to. What's up, girl? We went to the moon for the moon? homecoming. Oh. And that's a club in Tallahassee. That's a really good name. Because every time you say that, I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> what about? moon? Jeff Bezos? Uh so she would, we were coming out of the, I had three drunk people with me, four drunk people actually with me. And then we're going outside because I'm like, okay, I've had enough. I can no longer take care of all these people. And so uh, our other two friends were still in the, the club or whatever. So one of the girls, she's walking out. She has on these like uh, knee high boots or whatever. Stiletto. Literally, yeah. they were stilettos. And she was walking and all of a sudden you just heard, bop! And she just, oh, no. she hit the ground and I was like, bitch she was like oh i fell <laughs> and then her her uh husband had came to get her and i was just like hey just let you know she might wake up like with a swollen knee because she hit like i don't uh, know if she hit her face or not i don't know it's too dark but yeah Mm-mm. i need to be in control of all my faculties i can't do that well you know what it's good to have willpower i don't but <laughs> it's good to have designated good, drivers yeah friends that will actually take care of you how was your week this past week oh my god it was amazing why was it amazing? Y'all, I was, I've been off for the last week. Fucking bitch. And I have like <laughs> yes, a, re- a renewed sense of self. I slept. I cleaned. I went to lunch. I did a detox. I went to the gym. Did some shopping. Got a haircut. Like all the shit you never have time to do. You're just rubbing your privilege in my face. I, I, l- like I am. I'm the happiest I've ever been. All that to say, for the next year, I will be heavily focusing on finding my husband somewhere because I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) All this week has showed me is like, girl, you're not meant to work 40 hours a week. You're meant to find someone who does love working 40 hours a week and make such a good income that he wants you to stay at home because that's when you're the happiest version of yourself. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to pray that. Or just like, I would just love to invent something flip a house get some residual anything i literally i've never been happier than when i was not not working yeah Mm -hmm. i i agree i agree i can do a cute little like part-time i would do part-time if i could work tuesday through thursday for four hours a day hell yes three fours that's it three fours that's That's all all you're gonna get i'm gonna come no i would do five hours here's why i would come Good mood, get the coffee going for everybody, do the little chit chat in the morning, chart review, hit the floor, fuck around for two hours, come back, 
do a bullshit no, document. No, no. I don't want to see patients. Oh. No, 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 no. This is like in in another industry other oh. than bedside. No, I could still see patients because it's no. just so fun to no, me. No, no, no. But you I don't have to be there. That's still physical labor. I don't want to do that. Oh, well, why don't you work at a hospital where people aren't dying? What hospital? What, Every what other hospital one is besides there? the one we worked at together. Everybody dies at hospitals. Not everybody. I'm sorry. No, that's not true. <laughs> I take that back. Uh, people die allegedly. all the time. People die all the time at hospitals. No, I don't want. I don't want to be at the bedside. I don't do the bedside. So you would do like a normal job. I just want to be in charge. In charge of some shit. Just come in for four hours. Hey, Tuesday, how y'all doing? What's the plan? All right, I'm out. That's, that's it. Y'all need anything from me? All right, I'll see y'all tomorrow <laughs> at nine o'clock. Works good for me. So yeah. my week was. Really good. I got to spend time with my grandparents. That's I had lunch good. with my mom. Um, yeah, yeah. I have no complaints. <sighs> Meanwhile, I was at work at a doctor's job. Uh, yep, that was fun. But anyway. Today is my brother's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Love you. God, he is like. How old is he now? He is 20, which is insane. <gasps> Your brother's 20. I know. You're old. I know. I'm wow. 28. That's He's a whole man. He's a whole man. It's disgusting. He has a beard. Grosses me out. <laughs> um, I cannot. I just like, do you, your brother's older than you, right? Yes. He's uh, 13 years older than me. Jeez. That's a gap. Okay. So <laughs> I can only speak from my experience. My, my little brother loves the shit out of me. Oh, that's good. No, it's so bad for my ego. Why? Because I'm just like, I know what it's like to have someone love me. He thinks the fucking moon shines out of my ass. I think that's amazing to have no, a little No, it's great. That that. But like my expectations for like men in my life is like, no, I know what this needs to be. You also need to think the moon shines mm. out of my ass. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I could call him right now and be like, oops. I need you to do this, this and that. And he'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. He'll jump and you'll just say yeah. how high. He's just like the sweetest person ever. He's a Scorpio, so he's super emotional with a short fuse. But what are you going to do? You're a Gemini. You can't talk. Yes. All I do is talk. Because well, I am well, a Gemini. Saying, but y'all have multiple fuses and that's part of the problem. That is true. Um, shout out to all the Scorpios. I don't know how you do it. That's a lot of emotion going on. Y'all and me too, are... a Gemini too. I know. My mom's having a fun time. Well, he's a man. He's grown up to be a man. He's a man. It's weird. Um, I'm letting him navigate that. The fun thing is too, like, I just talk shit to him because he's my little brother. And I'm just yeah. like, you're disgusting. Do less, less than that. But I'm like, I'm helping you. Yeah. Because you've been, I mean, you've been there, done that. So. Been there, done that. And he's not going to listen to your mom. He's at that Because your, mom, your mom's going to ruin, you're, you're ruining my life. That's what yes. every parent does, especially in your, when you first turn 20. Uh -huh. Like your parents are ruining your life. And then you have that older sibling that kind of helps you navigate through to a degree, depending on your relationship. And then you're like, oh, you know what? My mom was right all along. Yeah, he's at that fun age where he's like, mom just doesn't get it. I'm like, exactly. no, she does. Yeah. You're being annoying. Yeah. Well, you help him see the reality. I'm just the best thing he okay. could have I, to have. I wouldn't say all that. He's very but... welcome. Happy birthday to him. We Happy went birthday. to a, a Brazilian's, like his, his eat out. Your Siri's trying to talk. Siri, shut the hell up. There you go. His like designated spot when he wants to go eat out mm -hmm. is the Brazilian steakhouse. I've never been. Chamagaucha. You never been there? Well, you don't like me. Mm -hmm. You know what? The salad bar is bomb though. You probably would like it. Do they have, they have, they have lettuce on them. I don't like lettuce like that. I know it's weird. Okay. I know. Well, it's this like huge salad bar. It has like three kinds of lettuce salads, but it also has like fresh fruit and veg and a bunch of cheese mm -hmm. and a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe like it. I don't know, but if y'all have ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse, no. 
You know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, these people just come around with spears of meat. You have a little card that's either green or red. When you want the meat, you flip it green. So they'll come and just put it on your plate. Mm. It's too much. I was like, that's why it sounds very expensive. God, it is expensive. But I'm just like, I get meat sweats halfway through. You like can't eat the whole day before. Yeah. Because then it's ruined. Well, because it sits there. And it's, it's like bougie so buffet. Yeah. Yeah. But they just come and bring it to you. Yeah. Like, keep going. Keep going. I know. I'm just not built for stuff like that. No, All I do not. is drink the the wine there is great. Mine's good. Yeah. How was your week other than hating your job? Uh, My week was filled with extra errands. I, um. I Who's like, Aaron? He's a guy. I'm kidding. Uh, A thing I'm doing. <laughs> Things I do. <laughs> anyway, I have been running a bunch of errands. I went and got my, like, TSA pre-check and all that crap. I'm so jealous. And then I went and got, um. I've been doing like a lot of deep cleaning and like purging lately, not on purpose, but the other day I cleaned out like my, um, my cabinet that had like a bunch of Ziploc containers and, you know, just bowls and cups that I was not even using. Yo, Shit, I I've never from... seen anyone with more Tupperware than this woman. It's like, I didn't mean to get all this Tupperware. You know, I when swear. you see it on sale at the store and you're like, I could use some more. And they have That's pretty colors. You. Yes. Especially That's like at Target like. and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, fall colors. I got to get this burnt orange. And then I get, I use it like once and then it you're just like, goes uh... into like a Tupperware hell or something like that. Or great. Purgatory. Yeah. So I, I've been bagging up all this stuff, like throwing out old like bras and, uh socks that i'm not wearing so i've been doing a lot of stuff i literally was in my garage yesterday for eight hours cleaning it out putting together like i know the storage cabinet so my whole body is sore like again hence why i need my husband to be here because that was supposed to be his honey on his honey do list you just gotta keep it going exactly so yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to make room for him so you know well he gonna have his own house so um because i don't play that but we're projecting a lot of good things for the end of the year absolutely all right, well, but other than that, the week was okay. Um, I'm just, I'm ready for all these days off, like for holidays. And We're about to like get that. like slammed with holidays because after glad. Halloween, it's just into the year. Yeah, it goes very, very Thanksgiving. Fast. Well, no, it goes, yeah, Thanksgiving, Veterans Black Day. Friday, Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Do you celebrate Veterans Day? Yeah, because I'm off. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Very nice. Thank okay, you for your sorry. service. Veterans Halloween, yeah. Veterans Day, yeah. How, uh, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's, New Year's Eve, yeah. Then Martin Luther King, MLK, baby. We should dress it. up for MLK Day. And be what? I'll be Coretta. You gonna be Martin? Because you're light skin. <laughs> I'll be JFK, and you can be MLK. No, definitely not. Please don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and get on into this episode. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm struggling today, so this episode is gonna be all over the place. I am extremely tired. I'll I'm carry the team exhausted. today. It's fine. Yes, I. Uh, my body is just yeah. I'm I'm going through it anyway. Uh, we didn't talk about this because it actually happened last week. I mean, the world already knows what happened, but we were we had finished recording when we found out. Uh, Leslie Jordan unfortunately passed away at the age of sixty-seven. Do you? I just heard something medically happened to him they said, while he was driving his car. Yeah, they said something medically happened in that he um his BMW crashed into a building. But what? It, when I saw the, I did see the car, or allegedly the BMW that crashed into the car, into the building. Um, it was a very small. It wasn't like a huge impact thing. So, so maybe I'm assuming maybe like he had like a heart attack or, or something. something. Yeah, like a heart attack or a stroke. I'm only alleging that um, when they said a medical condition. But that was so sad. I love that man. Hilarious. I went back this week and watched all of his episodes on Will and Grace. I love Will iconic and Grace. Iconic show. Yes. He was an iconic character. 
Yeah. He kept us through the pandemic. Like, his whole, well, she. He, there are some people doing? who were just, TikTok was theirs. Yes. And he was one of those people. Yeah, he brought so much, like, joy and sunshine to people during a, such a dark time. And just him just being himself. I love the fact that he never allowed Hollywood to, like, change him, his accent, anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. he's just true, authentic southern man like he's so he was just such a, a joy and delight hilarious i still That's can't so believe sad. he died i'm like 67 is young that is young and he outlived his i mean his mother is still alive Jeez, that's like, hard. it's that's horrible he had just bought like a condo and everything and you know had a couple shows and stuff getting ready to come out you're so. kidding yeah that's that sucks the 2022 is taking everybody um i'll tell you what they're not taking or what somebody did just take elon musk uh he just finalized taking over the boardroom that oh lord jesus he finalized uh the purchase of twitter and the transition and takeover um he took over but he also fired a few a few of the top execs which i think is hilarious let me just say i would probably do the same thing i mean it depended on it depended on your level of competence and what you actually brought to the table because if you're one of those ceos who doesn't do anything then yeah i'll fire you but if everybody else up below you was the one doing the work i'll keep them and promote them he walked in that room and was like uh not feeling it you 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 Uh, you're out well i think one of the biggest issues now with him taking over twitter is the fact that he's taking kind of like the governor off so to speak where he's all about free speech and and uh contemplating allegedly contemplating uh bringing back some suspended accounts that were on there but the problem is that um there was this poll that went out that basically said that since he's taken over uh twitter that anti-semitic comments as well as the use of the n-word hard er has like risen over like 500 percent, and people are just like oh well, can we say n-i-g-g-e-r now and all this kind of bullshit and but is say it like F- thoughts and shit or is it real accounts um i don't know i don't know if it's if now it's that i'm deep or. into conspiracy talk i'm just like what's real i've been trying to get you over here for a minute i'm just like because anything that comes out on the news you could flip it either way very true it could be real it could be fake very true I'm just living. Yeah. Well, I just think people, I think people have a warped sense of reality or definition of what freedom of speech is freedom. Like when you talk about, you know, your first amendment rights and all this other kind of bullshit that does not pertain to your job. That does not pertain to your personal opinion. That only pertains to the government not being able to silence you. It does not absolve you of consequence of what you say so if you say racially insensitive things racist things right you will suffer the so you can say whatever it is you want to say but you will have consequences to what you say so you cannot sit back and just think oh i'm not gonna you know get in trouble what the hell what shit is popping up we'll do it again what i can't anyway um, (laughs) i'll look at that later uh but yeah i think this whole idea of like freedom of speech is like oh you're trying to just silence me no you're actively spewing hate and that shit should not be you know allowed to happen no you are not be allowed allowed to say whatever you want but you have to have the forethought of knowing that your words have consequences Consequences. and your words can embolden people to do crazy things and your words can affect people in negative ways and at the end of the day everyone's actions are their own right responsibility but you can't be out here acting a fool no you can't and speaking of a fool which we already know who's a fool of a fool Kanye West fool of a duke he's been just he's walking it back um he is doing a moon 
walk he is, but I think week. the sad part is what's going to happen is in a couple of years, maybe in a year, they'll forgive him and he'll get all his shit back. But I think he needs to hit rock bottom before he realizes just to shut the fuck up. He's like a roach. He'll always just... <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> I, Kanye, I didn't call you a roach. I think Not you're a piece you of shit. You're like... But. I just never know what's true. Never know what's fake. I think he... I think people are giving him more credit than what he's actually capable of. Like people have labeled him this genius. And I'm like, you're not a genius. Like you, you're good at producing beats. Let's just call it what it is. Like you're not this amazing genius with all these ideas. Well, I think he's really doing this because he wanted to get out of bad contracts and blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. He no. ain't doing all that. He like, does wild things and everyone. He's puts, medically imbalanced. Everyone puts this narrative on him in certain situations for yeah. whatever they want. When he's creating dope music, he's this music genius because that's all you want to say. When he's wearing a MAGA hat, he's this crazy neo black Republican that we're all going to rally behind because that feeds your agenda. Yeah. When he's out here wearing these crazy Balenciaga things, he's this fashion mogul. No, I don't. He's just. His clothes are ugly. His shoes are ugly. They're all ugly. I didn't say that. I said it. I, and I he brought back chest. the sweatsuit, and I am comfortable and fashionable. The sweatsuit never so. went away. It did. It was weird. It was like what like track a, moms used to wear. I have a crap ton of sweatsuits. No, I'm not saying that they went away. I'm just saying they weren't like fun and fashionable. And he to brought them you. back. To, I'm so, okay, you're right. <laughs> to me. I just think um, he's medically imbalanced, and people keep trying to pass it off as like a, some kind of genius, and it's not. It's stupid, and I, I will say this. I wish that when people made anti-black statements that they were able to get the same result of what's happening to Kanye West when making anti-Semitic comments. You cannot make an anti-Semitic comment in this world and still have a job and still have a livelihood. But you can say N-word, go back to Africa, all these horrible, hateful things and nothing ever happens to anybody. You're just able to apologize well, or step down. Those comments don't directly negatively offend the people in charge of his money. Very true. Because it's what? Systematic oppression is the point. Yeah. So, if he came out and said the same thing about like middle-aged white men, he'd also be canceled. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I disagree. Middle-aged white men don't have power like that. I mean, systematically, yes, but not like in the in the not grand like in the scheme culture. of things. Yes, mm -hmm. like in real business, hell no. I just think Illuminati wise, he's really fucking up some shit right now. Maybe he's trying to get. And out. now that I've seen all these TikToks about him being in the sunken place, I'm just I'm full and I believe it. I just think he needs to lose everything. I'm not wishing that on him, but I think he needs like uh, some people. That some people just won't stop. In Chicago and Nori's money, and I he can't lose it all. No, I think when when I say lose it all, I mean like be completely stripped of. Every like people need to stop giving him attention. Like the moment you stop giving him, it's almost like a, a serial killer. They want you to keep mentioning their names. That's literally what Kanye West is doing. He wants you to keep talking about him, which is mm. proving his point because we're talking about him right now. Oh, um, he's good. I mean, he's not that good. I mean, it's a topic of conversation. But um, did you see what the kids were for Halloween? What kids? His kids. What? Why would I know that? No. Okay, I'll let everyone know. So Kim dressed up the kids because I'm assuming I don't know what the fuck he's doing or where he's at. He, she dressed up the kids as like black cultural icons so like north was Aaliyah. chicago was sade now she's trying to embrace the blackness of the kids saw our saint was um snoop dog 
and Psalm was, why can't I remember what he was? It was cute. She's always loved black people. That's why she wants to look like one. That's why she only fucks them. Oh, please. It depends on if she's dating. If she's dating a black guy, she looks, she she tries to take on Listen, the persona of a darker skinned woman. Reggie Bush did a number on her. No, Reggie Bush was the best thing that ever happened to her. She did had, you see, Reggie Bush is in a commercial. Oh, what commercial is it? Like a fast food commercial. As soon as she dates a white guy, she starts wearing blonde hair and shit. So I don't believe that shit. She's she's fickle. I don't like it. She's fickle. She is. She's very fickle. It's annoying. Look at them. Oh, he was uh, easy. Easy. Yeah, no, I don't like it. Uh, yeah. Well, I will tell you what I do like voting. Early voting is coming up. Everyone get I out mean, there and here. vote. We're going to rock the vote. A la Diddy. I hate that term. Rock, rock the, the vote or a la Diddy? No, both. I'm kidding. I just don't like rock the vote. But anyway, y'all, it is voting season. If you didn't know, uh, primary elections are actually November the 8th. Do not wait. Please, y'all. Like, listen to me. Do not wait until the day of voting to actually vote. Okay? Take advantage of your early voting dates because they are very helpful. Okay? Everybody in Georgia. I'm not even a Georgian anymore. I used to be... I used to live in uh, Atlanta. Well, it's it's Decatur. Where the players uh, play and they ride on them things like every day. Well, I lived in Decatur, but... uh, Where the rich people live. Decatur? Isn't that where the housewives are? No. Hell no. Where are the housewives? They are not in Decatur. They're right outside of Atlanta. Buckhead or Athens or somewhere. They definitely ain't in no damn Decatur. Decatur is hood as hell. That, yeah, no. They say Decatur where it's greater. Anyway, it was a nice city. Strike that from the record. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway... Everybody get out there and vote for Stacey Abrams. Please, y'all. Get out I there and vote, vote, vote. I love her spirit. It just makes me happy. I, I told you, I saw, I saw her per, uh, perform. I saw her speak <laughs> in person. Uh, I think it was earlier this year. Yeah, she said she liked your glasses. Yeah, she did. She Not on these glasses. It was my other glasses. She complimented me on my glasses, and we got to take a picture. It looked like you could be Photoshopped because it was like COVID, <laughs> and we couldn't like actually like shake her hand and everything like that, and the table separated you. But I got to take a picture with her, and cool. just her whole vibe. Like This woman has been like striving for greatness and for change ever since she was in college. Like, Oh my God, I love safety Abrams so much. Can you imagine feeling so passionate about something that you like go every day outside and tell people about it? Like, no, I I can't either. And so I'm like, that is wild. No. Yeah. Good for her. I'd be like, listen, bitch, you either get it or you You don't. You either or you not. (laughs) Get ready to get left. Just like this podcast. You'd be like, listen, You either listen to it or you don't. I'm listen, not doing I don't know this what, extra marketing. I, I don't know what I can do more than record it every damn week. Seriously, and put it out there. All I can do is put it out there. I'm not doing no extra stuff. I'm not paying for all this extra marketing. Bitch, share and that's it. that's why we're like not in politics. Part. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I y'all vote. Also, too, in the state of Texas, Beto. We are voting for Beto. Go out there and vote. And people say, oh, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Vote. Yes, it does, bitch. It matters. Damn it. Don't let people intimidate you. Go out and vote. Just please, please, please vote go out and for vote. the cutest person you see on the ballot. Vote for the name that feels right to you. That you look at it and you're like, ooh. Don't vote based off color, like of what they're wearing. Like you know, how people- definitely base, <laughs> definitely vote based off color. If there's one piece of advice you can take from this podcast, it's to vote based you know how on color. Love, like sports teams are like, I like their colors. <laughs> don't do that with voting. Straight <laughs> ticket. Don't. Well, no. they sound brown. I like them. I cannot. Well, speaking of uh, politics, so Joe Biden 
released a statement this week talking about how run me my money joseph check he okay this is what he allegedly said checks are gonna start going out within the next two weeks i'm using air quotes because that's who did he tell that to i don't know but it was reported all over social media right here's the thing people were making videos about and this is pertaining to the student loan forgiveness for the twenty thousand or the ten thousand depending on if, if you got i Pilgrim don't get twenty thousand dollars i got pilgrim i know for a fact i got pilgrim damn it but here's the thing people were like joe don't send us 20k and 10k because if you do that we're about to be refunds but here's the thing Bla- though. and black friday's coming up oof but i i think okay if that is true i think there's one of two things that's gonna happen i know for me personally i will pay off these loans first of all my other loans we're not even gonna touch them. my week off of work is about to turn into a month of work. Weeks of work. <laughs> an indefinite leave oh god oh 20k you ain't gonna make it very far on 20k i will figure it out <laughs> well you work in healthcare, so you can always get a job but um i just think if he i don't think that joe biden would be crazy enough to give out twenty thousand and ten dollar ten thousand dollar checks they didn't even want to give away they're like, just gonna print more money checks. real quick i mean they can i just for some reason always thought it would just be like Oh, we're going to take that off the price. Yeah. You know? I like, thought they were going to do that too. Like give it to the loan servicer. But exactly. I also think, I also think too, giving it to the loan servicer is kind of dangerous. I think because of the fact that if like, it's almost like, um, what was that scenario? How H and R block was H and R block that Ooh. was taking people's refund yeah. checks. They're they're allegedly taking their refund checks because they um, had them all routed to them and then they weren't passing them out to people. So I think that that could be an issue if he does give it to the loan servicer. So I think it's a catch 22. But it's the the crazy thing about money to me is like, there's no real money. Like technically, like if you hacked into that right now and you put a million dollars in my account, there would just be A a, a number of money in my account. Yeah. So to me, can't they just go into my account and be like, bloop, 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 minus $20,000. Yeah. Because money's not real. I mean, you really think that Elon Musk has $44 million in the no. bank? He has a number that when he checks his account, it says $44 million, but yeah. you, you can't go, he can't he go, can't go and withdraw that. $40 million. Yeah, he doesn't have that in liquid Something assets. stinky. Something's going on. Yeah, no. I would love $20,000. Don't get me wrong. I would absolutely love that in my head. Ooh, what would we buy? I would put that toward my private student loan. Oh, yeah, me too. On the record. <laughs> I would like everyone to know that if I received a $20,000 check, I too would put it straight. Now, I might take a thousand of that and go fly somewhere, but I'm going 19,000 of it is absolutely Did you see that girl on TikTok? Because why would I watch anything else? Um, (laughs) And she was like, when Joe Biden said that they were going to do loan forgiveness, you could call your servicer if you had made payments and they would give you those refund those payments to you. And she had like a stack of checks for like five grand for all these payments she's made. That's cool. But I have made zero payments on my student. Why, why would I make? Listen, I I don't have it. So you giving zero interest on zero dollars? Y'all, I don't know if I've told the story the on the on podcast that? yet, but I, you know, they give you a grace period when you graduate school. And that shit ain't real anyway. It's not real. It's bullshit. But they give you like, is it six months or something from the time Supposedly. you from, from the time you graduate school to pay to start paying back your loans? They're like, we'll give you a little time to find a job and like, you know, get your shit together. I it had been six months since I graduated. I was working at the hospital. The 
Ponderosa had just literally, <laughs> y'all. The Ponduce. We had heard the words Wuhan. We had heard the words novel coronavirus. No mm-hmm. one knew what the fuck was going on. We were still saying shit like, who the fuck's been to Wuhan? I was like, Why was we, Wuhan? We're not getting COVID here. Dumb shit. It's not going to come here. I was sitting in a, they called an emergency staff meeting. I'm sitting in this emergency staff meeting. I get a message from my student loan servicer that says, we will expect your $1,500 a month loan payment yeah. due this month. Right? So I'm sitting there like, Fuck. And then our director at the time said, yeah, so we're, we're going to be cutting the staff down to half. The 50%? 50% of the staff will be gone because of COVID restrictions. And I am like this little new grad sitting freaked in this out. meeting. And I was like, I'm so screwed. Everybody freaked out. I have never had a panic like I had. I was like, I only got 40 hours of PTO. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> Bitch, I hadn't even started accruing PTO at that point, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh god those were the days oh, yeah yeah so I, all that to say i have and then the pandemic started so they were like oh we're halting all payments so yeah. i have not made a student loan payment no because i was like why again why would i y'all are gonna fr- and then they started giving you all those payment options where they're like listen you can either pay us fifteen hundred dollars a month and get this shit paid in 10 years or you can pay three hundred dollars a month pay it for 20 years at the end we'll knock forty thousand off and i was like I just feel like that's a better deal. Listen, I should be, I say this all the time. I should be congratulated. That you should, that should be a graduation gift. Thank you for giving me a degree. You should give me a little decal for the car. That's it. I've done enough. I've done, I've done my terms like Jesus. Anyway, uh, I'll tell you what is doing a term right now. Flu season and RSV. Did I tell you how to reaction to my flu shot? No, you got a flu shot. Y'all. This year? So it was a night just like tonight. This setup. <laughs> this is what happened. I was in a silly, goofy mood at work on account of I was about to be off for a week. So I was like, let's do something crazy. Let's all go get our flu shots together. Because <laughs> no, we had no to get it. Yeah, I know. But I was like, people are out here not wearing masks. It's freaking me out. I need yeah. to get my flu shot. Because guess who got the flu last year? You did. This girl. It was awful. So I went to get the flu shot. Mm-hmm. And all is well. Saw our friend from Employee Health. Oh! hey Hey, girl i know um the next day i woke up and i was like god my arm kind of hurts went to take a shower i looked down angry golf ball red really scorching hot and i was like what the hell get out you could feel it through my jacket why did you get it in your right arm because i figured i'd be moving it more i never got my flu shot on my right arm but i'm sorry go ahead oh i just figured i'd be moving it more I don't know. I was also going out for drinks that night and I was like, it'll be fine. Cause I'll be alcohol. Will suck it up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll be doing this motion. Yeah. Um, golf ball size, swollen, hard as a rock, hot to where you could feel the heat through my jacket freaked me out. So I don't know what was in that flu shot. It wasn't a flu shot, but a I got it. It was a tr- <laughs> probably yeah, FBI it hurt so bad. That's crazy. If I get the flu, I'm going to be pissed. The last time I got a flu shot was, and I'm not against the flu shot, but I just didn't think I needed it. Um, the last time I got a flu shot was probably 2019 when we stopped wearing, when we had to wear masks. No, no, no. This is before the pandemic. No, 2018. And that was only because I was working with, you know, working with ECMO and we had an influx of patients that kept coming in that were positive for flu that was literally killing them. But this was before, way before COVID. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, what were you saying? Obviously, what I had to say was more important. Oh, yeah, no, I was just going to say flu season is back. Er, and are also, too, for those who don't know, RSV is uh, 
like going rampant. So for your children and for your elderly, it's a really bad like upper respiratory infection and it can be passed on and it's very contagious. So for those people who and have it sounds children, nasty. Oh my god. Like literally these kids cannot breathe. It's, it's like horrible. the croupy cough. Yes, they oh, all crackly and everything. So just protect your kids, especially. I mean, kids are already gross. They're going to dig their boogers and dig in their ass and shit. But um, just be extra protective of your children, especially uh, because RSV is at an all-time high right now. Um, hospitals are, you know, getting an influx of kids that are coming in on the pediatric side um, with a diagnosis of RSV. Uh, what were you telling me about the McRib, about McDonald's? I am happy to report that the McRib is coming back and will then be gone forever. Are they going to discontinue? It's on a farewell tour. That nasty meat that debuted in like 1980. And it's probably the same meat that they're using today for the McRib. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, well, it's McDonald's that said they're bringing it back and then they're never coming back. Here's the thing. The McRib actually used to be really good when it first came out because it was, it wasn't real rib obviously, but it was of a higher quality fake meat. (laughs) Allegedly. Only because like, as a kid, you can remember certain things that you ate and you're like, no, this is authentic. And it wasn't like all extra barbecue sauce to cover up the cardboard. It wasn't that. You can't just add Mick to something and expect me to eat it. No questions asked. It's McDonald's. But uh, no, it's McDowell's. <laughs> McDowell's. <laughs> no, I've never looked at a McRib and been like, mm. you know, there's a McDowell's in L.A. Are you serious? Dead serious, yeah. Somebody opened up a McDowell's in, in LA. Shut yeah. up. And it's literally like this the the arch and everything. <laughs> they opened up they built a McDowell's. I in didn't LA. know that. That's yeah. awesome. I've never had a McRib. <laughs> I've never wanna have it's like the McRib and the Filet fish. I'm not fucking doing it. My sister okay, my sister listened to this podcast. I don't understand how people eat filet fish or fish going filet. to McDonald's? Because remember, there were two different sandwiches. There was a fish filet and it was a filet fish. Oh, what? I didn't know that. I've just yeah. always had filet like filet fish yeah but it was yeah. a fish fil- a fish filet and a filet fish used to be two different things I think but I don't eat seafood I don't eat fish at all so. and I definitely don't eat it from McDonald's but she loved it she'd be like no cheese and she used to get so pissed when they put cheese on it and I'm like it's just cheese but she doesn't eat cheese well here's the thing does it taste like a fish stick because I would fuck with that I think so mm. it smells like it tastes like a fish stick <laughs> <laughs> I do I do like a good fish stick with macaroni and cheese Ugh. come on my mom used to buy fish sticks all the time I love like, fish sticks that's know, the best part of Lent the thing you can eat fish sticks all the fish fish sticks and chicken tenders look very similar as a kid so that i would be like "Ooh, chicken tenders and i'm like Fuck. <laughs> no what would piss me off is the steak fingers and the chicken fingers steak fingers yeah i've never had those before oh well it's like a chicken finger but with steak, steak. okay <laughs> and it ain't the Makes same sense. yeah it ain't the sense. same wow yeah so if you want the mcrib i would say really do do your best to get one this Listen, year. Listen, you better do a dewormer or something after that, a detox. God, what is, what, me, like, they have to have that nutrition well, somewhere. you like, know how, the, how they make chicken nuggets. Remember that, that, that viral photo that was going around or that pink gooey stuff or whatever that they were uh, saying was McDonald's like chicken nuggets? It's probably the same thing, just covered in barbecue sauce and they put it in a mold. Hmm. I'm quite sure. Allegedly. Those fries are so good, though. McDonald's does have really good fries. They have, the, but you know who I like as I've gotten older? The fries I like better than McDonald's fries? Ooh. Burger King. You know, it's the seasoning. Yes. Burger There's King, something about it. It's I'll something give you about that. their salt. It's just like, yeah. ooh, it's amazing. But anyway. You know who has really good fries? Whataburger. And with the spicy ketchup. Yeah, but I, I, the spicy ketchup is good, but I would prefer the spicy ketchup with Burger King's fries. Mm, Chick-fil-A fries? League of their own. A very true you know Polynesian that's sauce. not yeah different. you can't eat those with, with ketchup you gotta eat it with Polynesian correct sauce. and i do love an arby's curly fry i am that girl i don't like 
I don't like curly. It's like some, a regular because sometimes the sometimes the part in the middle is like Soggy. mushy. Yeah, and I don't mm. like that part. I like nice and crispy. I love curly fried, and yeah. I'll eat anything fried. Hey, yeah. Well, um, our prayers and thoughts are with uh, Nancy Pelosi and her husband. What um, the hell happened in that house? Okay, here's the thing though. I hate the verbiage that the media uses to like garner greater emotion for stuff that's already happening. So they said, "Oh, Nancy Pelosi's husband was violently assaulted." I'm like, isn't assault always violent? There's not like, like it's not an extra level yeah, of violence. Yeah, it's not when it comes like oh, it's a cute little assault. Exactly. Like, that's n- that's not such. If you're thing. gonna use assault, you gotta say it with your chest. Exactly. Like it was an assault. Also, so, were they looking for her? I don't know. I don't know. But people were saying very insensitive things like, oh, her house should be way more protected than that. And where was her security? And I'm just like, okay, but who thinks someone's going to come into your house and violently beat you? I mean, I think Nancy Pelosi, she has a lot of enemies, (laughs) but still you're not wrong. But I just think that, well, her husband allegedly is actually, he had to undergo brain surgery as a result. But here's the thing, he's old. So I'm quite sure if he fell, any kind of hit to the head is going to, the man who broke into this house looks suspect. Yeah, he looks like a. He looks like he'd break into yeah, someone's definitely. house. He looks like he's my mask. He looks like if the if Joe from you and Owen Wilson had an ugly baby together. I cannot. I will not. Yeah, I think it's it's sad that people are uh, assaulting her husband or just you know. It says this man. His name is David DePapi, DePape. Who knows? Don't really care. He's been drifting further into the world of far right conspiracies, anti semitism, and hate, according to his online accounts. Y'all need to stay off the internet. Y'all really do, because y'all just be spiraling for no damn reason. Like, you really think these Republicans like you? They don't give a fuck about it's you. It's about Demo- the money. Democrat, d- Democrats. Democrats. <laughs> Democrats. <laughs> Democrat, Democrats and Republicans. I can't talk. You I, told you, from the I told you I was going to scroll Five, scroll six, seven, eight. Democrats and Republicans don't care about people, allegedly, okay? They care about their own corporate interests. Let it the fuck go. Nobody's taking your country from you. Nobody's stealing your fucking jobs. Go get a life, fucking idiots. Anyway. Um, what is a screed? What? What's a screed? I don't know. I've never even heard that word before. Okay, give me a second. I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. See, you're just like the man. I can't. Building construct. Okay, I don't know, but it says that he's into QAnon. Um, Red flag number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Ow. That's uh, back to the... Can you just imagine being so passionate about something that, that you would you want to go out the there and do it? The Proud Boys. And I'm just like, you know what? Find your, find what you love and let it destroy you. I guess. You know, but. I, I did hear this. I did see this video um, on our evidence based site. Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Uh, this person was saying that they were in front of an abortion clinic and how these very conservative Christian men, white men specifically, were out there like, don't kill your babies and all this other all bullshit, right? Want to get born. And this, this person literally said, which I, I never really thought about, but I knew we all know it, but they were just like, Muslims are never trying to force their religion on people. Like, Buddhists are never trying to force their religion. Like, even seven day Adventists, Jehovah's Witnesses, they just come to your house and like, hey, do you want Jesus or not? Yes or no? And you say no. All right. Have a great day. And they walk mm-hmm. away. But these like really right wing, like conservative Christian white men are so fucking aggressive. And it's like, Jesus fucking loves you, you bitch. Like, but it's what? not even like Christianity no, anymore. It's, it's not. like this warped scent, like ideology that they're masquerading as conservative christianity yeah it's so dangerous 
dangerous. What You're in a singing mood. He's still there. He got a hair transplant. You know what? And I think we need to normalize that. A lot of people do it. If you want hair and you have the money, go get the plugs. Go get the transplant. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I mean. That's what I have to say about that. All that to say, that really sucks that her husband got his ass beat. That's also very. Why do you have to say it like that? He was violently assaulted. <laughs> sorry, he was violently assaulted. <laughs> Thank you. That is very. You're part un- of the problem. <laughs> I know. We're I not a, we're not I joking about assault. Could have told we're you that. I am part of the problem. It is one of the most invasive things to have someone come into your house and hurt like assault you. Yeah. That's and especially when you ain't got shit to do with nothing. Like, <laughs> He's like, hey, listen. Where's your wife? I don't know. She's at the South of France. I am the <laughs> Mr. Pelosi. I'm the one who's like, hey, I just didn't want to work. You're the perfect victim <laughs> per uh, a couple ah. episodes ago. Yeah. That's fucking it's like it's almost like the mafia. Like when they can't find you, they go and attack, you know, your family and shit. That's why I But it's be not even like it's not even like I don't want to say like some cool shit, like some fucking Russian assassins. It's like this weird incel from <laughs> like sitting on his computer yeah. nerd thinks he's like Probably better than on he parlor is. or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That's crazy. Uh, that's sad. I, I hope he, he I makes hope a speedy he is. recovery and uh prosecuted to the fullest extent of the yeah, law. Yeah, definitely. Um I was listening to this um no, but before we go into that, what were you talking about uh Rihanna? Oh my god. First of all, Rihanna was at the Black Panther premiere. Did anyone see it? Oh, I did see it. Did you she see? looked beautiful. She did. But did you see um Letitia? She wore like a yes, homage uh, outfit paying homage to uh chat with Bozeman. I thought that was amazing. So, yes. Ugh. So that calm down (laughs) emotions so rihanna has a single on the new black panther album yeah which she released when i tell you i was sitting there like tearing up at this damn song because of the words or because it was rihanna yes (laughs) the words rihanna the music the chadwick boseman of it all yeah like ugh. I don't want to, I didn't listen to it because I don't want to hear it until the actual movie. Yeah, it was just very like. I only want to cry once. Man, <laughs> I, I love this once. woman. She looked so beautiful. Yeah. Her makeup, that color on her looked so good. Mm-hmm. She looks very happy. I want to know what she named her baby. I love baby names. <laughs> You're obsessed with your child. She ain't going to show that child until she's like five. Until it's like rolling its own blunts. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> don't, no. <laughs> You're right. She's a joint girl. Yeah. Uh, it would be really joints. Um, but yeah, it was good. I can't wait. I saw a lot of them had on white um, for the premiere and everything like that, which I thought was very beautiful. Um, and the movie comes out November the 11th. Did you see Michael B. Jordan was there? He was in yellow, this yellow mask suit. They were talking mm-hmm. about he looked like Jim Carrey from the, the mask. mask. He did. I love men's suits, though. Like, they mm-hmm. can be so much more creative um, and have a variety. But yeah, I like uh, Tyler Perry's little purple jacket that he had on was really beautiful and uh mbaku i liked his outfit too oh yeah what is his name in real life i don't know he will always be he's just like a man yeah he's just a beautiful all-around man his name will forever be mbaku Mbaku. i don't even know i don't even care what his real name is i'm glad that he's back in this movie me too and i think he's more like woman power and yeah i think he's more of a whole movie is gonna be real yeah feminism woo i think so too i i can't wait i can't wait till it comes out um i did speaking of kind of like feminism and blah 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 anyway no oh and then talking about uh april ryan so april ryan if y'all don't know she was a white house correspondent for many many years i don't know if she still does it or not. i don't think she does but anyway she was more notably um 
uh, especially during the Trump administration, kind of having this very tense interaction with him because he was very fucking disrespectful and needed to watch his fucking mouth when he talks to black women. Anyway, so April Ryan was recently on The Breakfast Club um, with radio show with uh, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlamagne the God. And she was talking about a book that she just released. And um, she was talking about a particular issue, especially uh, Charlamagne asked her about uh, Vice President Kamala Harris and how she felt like she was doing being a vice president and everything like that. And so she gave her response and then she, um, Charlamagne asked her and went on kind of like this segue about do, does she think that I guess the societal's um, view of Kamala and what she has the capacity to do as a vice president, is it fair for her to have such like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cause my words are hard today. Okay. Um, um, a level like a, like, is the it expectation. the expectation is it of realistic? her to do more? Yes, yes, a realistic expectation of her to do more as a vice president, even though the vice president has no real power. And she gave <laughs> she gave a very uh, a very articulate and love articulate intelligent people. viewpoint that I personally hadn't looked at because, as you know, I'm not a big fan of Kamala Harris, and it has nothing to do with like her record as a DA. I just didn't it's think she's name. very personable. No, I love her name. I think her name is beautiful. But <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't I didn't I just think she's a, she's very cold she appears to be very cold but anyway she's a black mm-hmm. woman I'm always gonna support well not really we're rooting but for everyone black not really because Kanye's black and I'm not rooting for him but we're rooting for the real black Kanye exactly. not this person who's taken I'm over his root, body I'm not even rooting for the real one it's, he's always been like I'm that. rooting for like 808 and heartbreak Kanye nah college dropout but anyway oh, yeah. um, she was talking about how you know with Kamala Harris I think everybody has this expectation of her because she is the first black woman or the first woman vice president, but then she's black on top of that. And I think, you know, April Ryan was saying, you know, it is kind of unfair for society to have this expectation of her to do all these things specifically for black people when she doesn't have any power. So you could tell Joe Biden in his ear, everything you want to about what to do, blah, 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 blah. I mean, look at uh, Mike Pence. I'm quite sure he told Trump a lot of different things, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, Trump is going to do what he want to do. Same way Joe Biden has an agenda that he's going to do. This is why he's the president. And this is why he picked her to be the vice president. But she was giving like a lot of behind the scenes stuff about how Joe Biden and Kamala were um, kind of at odds. I think just from the, like the, the, um, what do they call them? The debates and all that kind of stuff. And how he was very hurt by the fact that there was this, this one uh, event that took place where Kamala just sat in the car and she's like, I don't even want to deal with these fucking people. <laughs> and so he was just like, you know, very hurt by it. But also too, a lot of the Democrats were like, listen, you need to choose a black woman as your, as your uh, vice president. And like Stacey Abrams was on that, was on that list, you know, and a lot of other women and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but they were really, a lot of these white people were actually advocating, like, listen, you need to put a black woman in place. But also too, they were talking about Katanji Brown Jackson and how, you know, now she's going to technically be like the face of the Supreme court. So every decision that comes down is going to be like, well, see, we knew we shouldn't have put Katanji oh, yeah. in place and da, 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 da. And the same thing with Kamala Harris. But she was like, you know, anytime you're the first person to do something, they're always going to unfortunately have a higher level of standard for you versus for mediocre white men who have been there since the dawn of the United States or since the dawn of, you know, uh, the constitution and everything like that. Um, They are never held to a standard because we're just so used to them being mediocre. So it's just like, meh. I just watched the Sydney Poitier documentary Mm -hmm. that it's now my entire personality because I was obsessed with it. It's so good. And he just talks a lot about how difficult it was for him being one of the first Mm -hmm. big African-American actors to get these role, like these large starring roles. Mm -hmm. Like he was one of the first people to have his name on the movie, like a black actor to have his name on the 
title movie poster. And he was just saying, like, when you take on this kind of position, like you're the first black person to do something, that's everyone's that's everyone's baseline now for mm-hmm. this job, for whatever it is. And you have not only what you think and your expectations, but that's everyone's dreams. And that's yeah. everyone putting themselves onto you and like, oh, I can do this now. Mm-hmm. Would I do it like him? Could I do it better? Oh, that's the version that I would like to be. He could have done better like this. I could have yeah. done it like this. All of these things that people put onto you. So you're like just this image for everyone else to download mm-hmm. there and project their ideas into which is a that's heavy it's heavy but i also think <clears throat> i also think too um i think a lot of them understand the grave responsibility that they have being in those positions like for example obama had to walk i mean we say this all the time he had to walk a very straight line being the first black president of the United States. I mean, the man wore he... a fucking brown suit and was crucified. Mm-hmm. But if he makes one mistake, even a half of a mistake, wearing a brown suit, that kicks down the ladder for every other Everybody person that else. comes behind him. Yeah. Same thing with Kamala. I think Kamala, Kamala being the first female vice president, if she were white, she could make mistakes and do whatever. No one would care. But because she's a black woman, it's automatically going to be, if you fucking mess up, bitch, there, ain't nobody's coming after you. If she you were know? white, people would just talk shit about her decisions and her outfits. That's it. Yes. But because she's black and a female, it's this whole. Yeah. Oh, she's angry. Exactly. She's aggressive. Even Katanji, like Katanji Brown Jackson being the most qualified <laughs> Supreme Court justice in loud, history. And these people were just, I think you're a really nice person. I really do. But I just can't, God damn it, this one damn thing that's so insignificant, I can't get over it. But, you know, this other guy can grab him by the pussy and I'll give him mm-hmm. full, you know, full reign and full support. It's just like, but I think we do as, as a community or as, as a society, I won't even say black people. I think as a, as a society, I think we put too much pressure on Kamala to be this thing for black people when she has no power. Pa- like, do y'all really understand this lady don't got no power. Y'all need to watch Veep. Everyone go watch like this she, on le- HBO. she legit is a figurehead that's just standing there. She has no say so at the end of the day, unless Joe is incapacitated at any point in time. He did get that COVID booster. Uh, he listen. He's he fell off a bike. He got right back up. He has been taking some hits the Joe, last couple at, years. At eighty something years old, you can't afford no falls, my guy. Just don't. You you're a concussion and you no, gonna be about it. Stay don't off the segways, sir. Yeah, definitely. But I thought it was a very interesting. If y'all have time, go back and listen to that. Uh, it was a really great interview. It was not just talking about just Kamala Harris and Katanji Brown Jackson, but just April Ryan and her journey, even being like one of the only black you know, female White House correspondents, especially during that yeah. era and being like targeted. What a time. She said they sent a bomb to her goddamn house. What? Yeah, somebody sent a bomb to April Ryan's house. Nothing. And like, I'm the queen of being like, nothing is that serious. And I understand that politics are serious, like it's our lives. But what the fuck? I'm just like, were your children, like, that is some remember the titans know that her address shit. like that's insane what like this, the 40s how do you not like see i would be so paranoid to be walking around with a gun for every reason anyway uh, so then it does make sense why people are asking nancy pelosi why the hell she doesn't have better security when well, that I mean, kind of shit's going who's on. gonna pay for that taxpayers gotta pay for that shit they make so much money they do and i'm not i don't want to pay for security for nancy or her goddamn husband if that's but the case give y'all me security protect against this 20 whatever you i don't know nancy do you know how old nancy pelosi is <laughs> she's old She's in her 80s. Is she really? Yes. I think. 
<laughs> it sounded good when you said it. Uh, see, Listen, you're not here. Confidence. You're not here for the politics. You're right? not here for the facts. We don't get facts. Yeah. That's not what we're here for. We're here to have a no good printer. Time. Uh, what are you watching? Oh, if we talked about Luckiest Girl Alive. No, I watched Luckiest Girl Alive on Netflix. This with Mila Kunis. It was a book that was super. Po- that was my chair. That wasn't me farting. It, my face did look like I farted. I did. Let me do it again. See, sure. it's my chair. It's my chair. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was a party. book that was super popular. They made it into a movie. Mila Kunis is this girl, woman, lady who's like engaged to this perfect guy, and he's super well off from this rich family, mm. and she's getting her life together, and da 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 da. And it's just like all this shit from her past starts coming up, and you're mm. it like shows you bits and pieces, and you're trying to figure out what happened. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And you said you've been watching the Sydney Poitier. Um... Y'all, if you were ever in love with Sydney Poitier like I was, which like. He died this year. He died this year. But he was like. He was 94, 94 I think. Yeah. That man, like, you know how we said that Mbaku was just like a man? Yeah. Sydney Poitier is like a man. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Love him. Everything that's in. It's an Apple TV or Apple Plus, whatever the hell they're calling it. Mm-hmm documentary i really like a bunch of the documentaries that they do they're really well made kind of hbo-esque mm-hmm. but this has oprah it has denzel it has spike lee both of his wives are on it all of his kids are featured in it. i think mm-hmm. um he's in it and it just kind of talking about where he, he's from the bahamas he was like from nothing had never seen a mirror when he came over here like finally came wow. to Miami. He talks about like his run-ins with the clan in Miami, how he ended up going to New York, how he got involved in film, all these things. And just like the historical significance of all of his movies, but also how like, you know, they were just trying to say like during the civil rights movement, it's not like MLK knew all these famous people that mm-hmm. kind of got the movement to be a little bigger. Yeah, It was like Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte who knew Paul Newman and all these other famous people to be like, hey, this is the movement and we all need to go out and do these things. Yeah. So it was just, it was very interesting and I love him. I remember he slapped, uh, it was a big, a really big thing when he slapped that guy out. Yeah. And they was talk it about it too. Yeah. And I was just like, when he slapped that man, I said, for the ancestors, for the goddamn ancestors. And he, it's so cool. They just go through all of those movies and he was such a big advocate of, I don't want to be this like, quote, poor black man in these movies. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to be a strong character. I want to be reminiscent of my own personality. So I think originally in that movie, they had him getting slapped and then nothing. And he was like, nah, not today. Yeah, not happening. But yeah, I don't care if we're in the 1920s. It's not going to happen. So, and he is just like the sweetest person even. And it's really interesting too, because he had an affair, right? He cheated on his first wife. And it's just interesting to see him talk about it and her talk about it. And then Mm. his new wife talk about it and the kids talking about it. He's very open about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It was interesting. Lenny Kravitz is in it. I love Lenny Kravitz. 1010. Yeah. Go watch it. I think too, but back in that era, black men versus black women in Hollywood or in the entertainment industry has been a very different road. I think black men back in that time too, even though he, you know, created a door because there was no door for him, but he created it and knocked it down for people coming behind him. But I think black men had it much easier to be able to be, you know, these kind of prominent black men on film Mm -hmm. versus black women. We didn't have those choices. It was, you play the maid, you played, you know, the, the, uh, 
the, the nanny, the mammy, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But those roles were still needed um, in order to get to a certain level. I mean, you had your Lena Horns and stuff like that. But, you, you know, when you talk about colorism and all that other kind of stuff, women have, you know, way more. But I think it was amazing that he kicked open, he created and kicked open a door. But he also kept it open for people coming behind him to understand that this was much bigger than him. Right. And then I didn't know that he and um, Harry Belafonte and Barbara Streisand ended up starting a company together mm-hmm. to produce all these films. Yeah. And all of that stuff, too, because that's what you got to do. Have you ever seen uh, pictures of Harry Belafonte as a young man? Mm-hmm. Ooh, fine as hell. He was fine. A man. Mm-hmm. He was good looking as a... As a uh, Older man, an older man, but yeah, those they are they aged well. Those yeah, men definitely. He did oh. not look ninety four. No, so yeah, it was good. And they even talk about like, oh, what's that movie? And now it's gonna, Mammy. Who plays Mammy? Quite a few people. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Uh, give it to me. What um, is it? Um, to kill a mockingbird. Nope. No. Uh, fuck's not Casablanca. No, I know what you're talking about. Ah, sorry, that was a shit. What is it? You're just gonna kill me. What is it? Oh, it's not Casablanca. It's not. It's um. No, I can do this. Give me a second. I watch. It's not. They call me Mr. Tibbs. They call me Mr. Tibbs. It's um. Hold on. It's not. I keep wanting to say where the red fern grows. This is gonna kill me. Black Beauty. Shit. (laughs) What the fuck is that movie called? Uh, Gone with the Wind. Yes. Gone with the Wind. They talk about, um, what was her name? The one who plays the maiden. Gone with the Wind. Anyway, how important that role Hattie was. McDaniel. Hattie McDaniel. Thank you. <laughs> it how took me a minute to. <laughs> important that role was. Yeah. But how hard it is to play those roles. Mm-hmm. And she obviously she had to play that. It opened up so many things. And she. She won an Oscar for it. Yeah. And you like need that visibility. But it was just such a hard like personally a hard mm-hmm. thing for her to do to play this maid when you're like I could out act yeah everybody all these that's people and here, she yeah. did an amazing job doing it but like you know yeah and that's the only representation that you know a lot of black women had of themselves in film was just being what they already are in real life you know what I'm saying like yeah. these are the, like domesticated almost like the help it's like yep. can we see something else please god damn the men get to be able to see themselves represented Hallie to a degree Barry's in the documentary really that woman She's an amazing actress. She doesn't age. No, she doesn't. She still looks amazing. I think she's related to Pharrell. Or they're drinking, they have they're to drinking be. the same baby's blood or something. They have shit. to. Some Illuminati shit. <laughs> yeah, she looks definitely. amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I've been watching. And Will and Grace, what are you watching? I actually watched a couple of things. I watched uh The Curse of Bridge Hollow, which is on Netflix. It stars um oh crap, what's her name? Erica from uh Oh, Dustin's not Dustin's little sister. Uh, Lucas. Lucas's sister, Erica from Stranger Things. Um, she's like a teenager. Um, and Marlon, she's a daughter. Marlon Wayne's is the dad and Kelly Rowland is the mother. They, um, he's a science teacher. They move into this, um, this like rural area, whatever. Priya Ferguson. Priya Ferguson. That's her name. And so, um, I can't believe Kelly Rowland is in that. I didn't know that. She, she really didn't do very much. I mean, I feel like the Lifetime movies that she was in, she did way better or like she had more of a role. This one was a very small role for her, even though she played the mom, but it was, it's very, very cheesy, like Halloween movie, but it was really good. It was really funny too. Oh, okay. Um, Priya and, and Marlon Wayans, their dynamic on film was really, really good. Um, I also saw this, uh, I started watching this movie that everybody's talking about on Hulu. Hulu? No, Netflix. It's on Netflix called From Scratch with Zoe Zaldana. Okay, I started that I and fell I asleep. fell asleep. <laughs> okay. I fell asleep. Glad we're on the same page. But to my defense, I did I, I was 
like cleaning out my garage and everything like that mm-hmm. and putting furniture and stuff together. So I think that was why, cause I was already wiped out. And you know how, when you, when you slouch on the couch, you're going to fall asleep. So I didn't I give it a fair chance, but a lot of people were saying it's a very, like it's an emotional roller coaster, and it's like the saddest, happiest like movie. Because I think or the, a series. the premise is that she goes to Italy. Mm-hmm. She falls in love with this guy, but she, chef, yeah. he's a chef there and she's into art. Yes. Yes. But yes, they yes. move back to the States and he's mm-hmm. like, this place fucking sucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of twists and turns. Because I think it's like. I want to say there's eight episodes to the series, but oh, I, didn't, I thought it was, I didn't even know it was a show. No, no, no. It's a show. It's like great. eight episodes. I truly yeah, passed no. out. I, I did like the first five minutes. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, great. She's in Italy. <laughs> I woke up and the thing was like, are you still watching? I was like, <laughs> definitely not. I also did see this one movie called, uh, the good nurse oh, on Netflix, good? bitch. Let me tell y'all about the good nurse. And this is going to be our, probably he our rehab corner. Who? Eddie Redmayne. Oh, the guy who plays. Uh, yeah. Char- okay, so this is so the Good Nurse is on Netflix, and it's based on a true story, right? Jessica Chastain is in it. For those Lie, who watch, I love Jessica. She's Chastain. amazing. She played. Uh, what's her name? What is she? What was the name of her character? Yo, what, the what has she ever been in? Oh, no, 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 uh, the, Mi- Millie. Millie, Miss Millie. Or no, oh, no, that's that was Miss Millie. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but Jessica Chastain, amazing actress, right? So she was. She plays a nurse, and she plays. Uh, this is based off a true story where there was this one nurse. His name was uh, Charles Cullen. And he basically was charged with killing, confirmed to have killed 29 patients as a nurse. Celia. But he, Celia, yeah, Miss Celia, uh, Miss Celia Foote. Uh Uh And they, but they suspect that he actually probably killed over at, at least probably 400 people. So basically what this man did, he, um, injected saline bags with fucking insulin and digoxin which are clear drugs right pinprick and of course it's running over time he would just randomly select them this man was working at nine different hospitals y'all nine different hospitals over the course of 16 years wow and was caught this last particular time or whatever and jessica chastain's uh character helped the investigators basically bust him because they, um, he came in as like a night, she's a night nurse. She was having heart issues. She had cardiomyopathy. She needed a heart transplant, but she hadn't been working at her job for a year yet. So she couldn't get healthcare uh, just yet to get a, a transplant, which I thought that whole transplant thing, I was like, that's not real. Cause I used to work with transplants and it was on the transplant. Committee. You could come in and your heart blows and be like, Oh no, let's get your heart. As long as you got family support and you <laughs> got some good cardiac markers, you're good to go. Do but, you promise you'll exercise once you get the exactly, heart? All right, we'll and, give it to and you. Not smoke. Um, so yeah, so basically she, and I'm not giving anything away. This is all like a true story. So basically he was convicted and sentenced to 18 consecutive life sentences. Hell yes. And so he cannot, he's ineligible. He's eligible for parole in 2344. <laughs> so he's Shit. not going to make it there. But anyway, and then they said 2344. That's yep. well. And then they asked him like, well, why did you do it? And the only comment that he ever said about it was because they didn't stop me. And so again, she, can you imagine being so passionate about something? Like, but the thing is, his character, he was very calm. He seemed like a very nice guy. Psychopath. And he befriended her and was like, listen, I'm on night shift with you. I'm going to help you. I realize you have cardiomyopathy. I'm going to help you. So every time they had a code, he would run in there, do chest compressions and all that kind of, kind of stuff, even though he knew he was the one that fucking was killing these people. And it sparked because he went to his this last hospital and these two people who had no reason to die, really, they had no med, like they weren't medically complex. Um, they were looking into it and all the hospitals did all of this shit to cover it up because they didn't want the fucking liability Mm -hmm. back on them. And then they would just fire him 
then just like him go to another hospital, whatever. But that movie was, if you already have paranoia about hospitals, don't watch it. But it, it's a good movie. It's kind of slow, but it is good. It's that God complex. I know it is. People just love being able to like have control over whether someone lives or dies. Yeah. Like you have that power over something. And it was at random. It wasn't like, oh, it was a bunch of black people or a bunch of white people or, uh, you know, a bunch of men well, or a bunch of women. It was just opportunity. Yeah. He just pinprick random saline bags and just put them, put insulin because in he figured out with the pixies, if you um were put, like putting in your code or whatever to pull a drug out, but then you canceled it, it will still pop the drawer open. So then he was getting the insulin and stuff like that and just wow. putting it and in insulin there. insulin will just... Exactly. And because a, a large amount, large amounts of insulin over time will drop your blood sugar so low that you will go into a diabetic coma and nobody will catch it. People are crazy. 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 This is why you have to over question people in hospitals. Like it, it's, That's it's why you don't trust people that are too nice. Well, that's like a part of your white safety, isn't it? See? And so people see how it works you? out? Well, no, I'm pretty, I talk a lot of shit and I'm kind of mean when I'm hungry. Kind of. I think everybody's that way. So I don't know. I do not go out of my way to help people. I don't either. I'm on my business. But yeah, it was a really good, it was a I've seen a lot of stuff about it and I've been meaning to watch it. What? The good nurse? Mm -hmm. It was really good. I've also been watching Midnight Club. Have you seen that on Netflix? Mm -mm, But I saw a preview. I wanted to see it. So did you watch Haunting of Hill House? No. Did you watch Midnight Mass? No. Great. So this is from the creator of those two shows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, it's got kind of the same vibe. It's spooky. It's about these kids who have like terminal cancer, cancer illnesses. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. at a hospice, like this beautiful boarding gothic yeah. house. It's a hospice. And um, they like meet up at night and tell these scary ghost stories. And I've been trying to finish it, but I get spooked out. Oh, maybe you shouldn't watch it at night. I'm probably uh, sure that's when you're watching. Have you ever seen the show Evil? No. It's on Paramount Plus. I don't watch like demonic stuff like okay, that. Okay, neither do I. And I need to stop, but I just couldn't. I got hooked. So neither do I. I need to stop, which is you. I didn't think it was going to be as demonic as it was. And then it kind of chilled out. So I was like, maybe I can watch it. But the premise of the show is there's this clinic. There's like a, what do you call them? Give me a second. The words will come. Five, six, seven, eight. Forensic psychologist. Mm-hmm. She's a forensic psychologist. And she ends up being approached by this very attractive black man who was like, hey, I work with the Catholic Church and we need someone to help us investigate whether these people who are quote unquote possessed are actually possessed or they're having like a mental Mm -hmm. health something or if it's fake. So that's basically the premise of the show is like them working through whether or not these people are actually possessed. Mm -hmm. And I'm not the person to watch it like that because I believe that things can happen. Yeah. Um, but it was good. But I also can't watch that now because I, I live alone and it gets spooky. And it's Halloween time, so we can't and it's Halloween time. Yeah. Well, Halloween's gonna be gone by the over by the time we by the time this comes out. So It'll happy be belated Halloween. All Saints Day. Yeah. Are you dressing up for Halloween? Or did you dress up? No. Are you gonna? No, no, me neither. I was gonna try I was to find a costume. Sad, not sad, but I was like, damn. Are you gonna pass out candy? Yeah. You bought candy. Get to did, see the kids. I did too. I need to find a bowl though because I don't have a bowl. Dude, I went to parties every year. I never have a bowl, and I went to Party City last week and just looked for something and i was like oh they have all these cauldrons perfect i'll come back and get one mm-hmm. you know they weren't gonna have them the next I know, time I, I came I'm, back i meant to go to the dollar tree today to try to see if i can find one if not they're gonna find a bucket i'm gonna just hand them the candy i'm gonna just put it on my my doorstep and just like leave a little message yeah be hey, like, take, take one, one. Mm-hmm. i'm like take two <laughs> but, I know, yeah, dude. i'm not gonna do the whole, whole i lot. hate when halloween's on a monday 
Yeah, it sucks. That, that really sucks. Do we want to go into the talk, talk about the subject in the rehab corner? Or no, we want to get out of here. Let's get out of here. We'll save it for next time. We're going to talk about micromanagement, but we'll talk about it next time. But hey, tale as old as time. You know all about that. Insecurity. People who micromanage are insecure. Just know that. It's not about I, you, it's about them. Just if you are a parent or someone who's around young children often, just love on them and help them find something special about themselves and develop that talent and know that they're like worthy people and that not everyone has to be the same and that they're special because they're just them and they're alive and they're making in the world. So I don't have to deal with these annoying ass fucking insecure pieces of shit <laughs> I thought 20 years was gonna later Jesus. <laughs> because that's what we're all dealing with. And yeah. if you just took some time to validate your kids, man, validate your kids, give them a hug, help them nurture their talents. We wouldn't have to deal with this shit and stop letting mediocre people get leadership positions just because they're your friends because they fuck up everything else and they're micromanagers and they're insecure. I'm gonna keep saying that but yeah other than that everyone have a great week we're between eclipses right now which means you may feel a little wonky but that's okay we're gonna pick it back up in the second half of the month and we're gonna be rolling out of here yeah i mean i'm i might call in this week we'll see anyway, i love that I'm not for you in. i'm not gonna call it i'm not gonna do it um it's fun to imagine though yeah my like biggest pleasure is calling into work Listen, like I don't even kink. try to change my voice. Like, I remember at my last job, and it, I don't do this now. I don't do this now. At my previous job, anytime I called in, I was like, I'm not going to feel bad about the fact that I need a mental health day. Like, I'm not going to do that. So I would not try to fake, like, a voice like, oh, I don't feel good. I'll be like, hi, this is Monica. Uh, I'm calling in. I won't be able to make it. Uh, please let me know that you got this message. And people were like, are you okay? Is it, like, your stomach? I'm fine. I just won't be in the work today. And I'm not going to give you an excuse. to do the sick voice, but no. then the girl who is at the office the earliest is a friend of ours. Yeah. And she would be like, bitch, I know you're not sick. Yeah. Why I'm, are you sounding sick? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. It's just, I don't do that anymore. I know. Nothing gives me more joy than just not going to work. Working so. is stupid. <laughs> I, get so I could have the, I could literally have the best job in the world and I would still be like, eh. like, I don't uh, want to have to do something for 40 yeah. hours a week. I don't want to do this anymore. I, I don't want to do this anymore work not work, life not, not life or the podcast life she's still life. doing yeah. podcast she's still if doing we could do, imagine if we could do the podcast full time i'd love it i'd still call in but i'd love it you would because yeah i won't even put that out there but yeah you would <laughs> I, I would still have to be hounding this girl down and it's ridiculous. but we would have a good time we would definitely all right you got anything all right, else no that was it y'all have an amazing week on purpose y'all y'all remember to spread love spread light and don't forget to, to laugh, laugh your, your face, face off, off. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released. Mm -hmm.